0: Thank you so much for joining us today. This podcast is a ministry of Mountain View Baptist Church in Thomaston, Georgia. For more information about our church or services, please visit our website at mvbaptist.org. We sincerely hope you enjoy the message. Hey, look here. uh, Here's the thing. The other other night... uh, I think it's Friday night. Uh, get home, and, and uh, we're pretty excited about the fact that, hey, you don't have a whole lot to do. And, and then all of a sudden, the washing machine goes out. And uh, it's, it's about the 50th time it's gone out. It's about time for another washing machine. The problem is when you go and you try to find a washing machine anywhere... Or find anything anywhere anymore. You can't find anything because nobody. They'll tell you there's a shortage. It's not a washing machine shortage. There's a person shortage building washing machines. Amen. That's that's what's really going on. But we got this washing machine, and they said made in the USA, so we we're pretty excited. You know, it, you know, it used to mean that used to mean an awful lot. You buy that thing, and and we got it home, and and it had a, it had the agitator in the middle. I don't want a washing machine that doesn't have the old school agitator in the middle to grab my clothes and whip them into shape. Amen. And so. I wanted that thing in the, middle of that, in the middle of that little container there, and we had an agitator. There was only one problem. There was only one problem. We, we got to washing, and when it got to the wash cycle, now listen, we're not going to take it back because it's doing a pretty decent job. When it got to the wash cycle, I was expecting something dramatic. I really was. I was expecting this thing to, you know, because you can tell by the noise it makes. Okay, well, here's the thing. It just. This is what it did. This is what it did. Just so you understand, I'm going to do it by making noise anyway. Let, let, let me tell you something. I dirty clothes worse than that. And I, and I talked to the machine. I did. I said, you're not cleaning my clothes. You're cheating me. You're, you're cheating me. You're not... No, you better be... Hey, I want it out of level. I want one leg up on the side. I want it shaking my house. I want to feel it in the bathroom. Amen. I want, you're going to wash my clothes. You watch my, let me, let me tell you something. I just want, here, here's the thing. I just want something to work. I just want something to work. Let me tell you something, man. There, there, there's no, there's nothing better. I, I, I listened to just a few things. Dried up hands, beat up fingers, fatigued minds, cracked hands, throbbing feet, snippy comments because you're tired, dreams up and down, your back is aching, can't type another proposal, can't type another word. Folks, let me tell you something. Those are some adjectives and some descriptive, descriptive phrases, if you will, describing a working person. I'm going to tell you something, and Thomaston is not by itself. Ernie called me the other day, and Ernie Vaughn, he said, he said, Ryan, he said, uh, I may have to just go to drive through, man. He said, I'm, I'm, I may have to close my doors at a Tasty Shop. It's okay, I got you. He said, no, no, you, you, he said, it's really that bad. I said, you just want to go to drive through He said, no, no, he said, I just don't have the people to work. I said, okay, okay. And then I hear about Waffle House a couple of days a week or something like that and other restaurants a couple of days. Some people hiring. 9.3 million job openings in America right now. 9.3 million job openings. Now, granted, listen, listen to me carefully because I'm going to the, I'm gonna get into it in just a minute. But here, here's the thing I want you to understand. America is a ladder. That means the first job you get isn't supposed to be the last job. You say, well, Ryan, I can't make a living flipping burgers. Well, no duh. It's not meant for that. That's to start out. That's, that's where you start. And let me guarantee you this if we pay you $20 an hour, if we pay you $20 an hour to flip that burger, they gonna co- it's called, the burger's going to cost me $11 for that burger. It just is. I'm sorry, they, the, the McDonald's ain't going to pay the increase in cost. Okay, that's a, but it's a ladder, and you can go on up. Hey, get this, get this, folks, and you understand this. You've heard this before, but here's the thing I'm going to tell you. At McDonald's, they'll pay you more than what they pay people to flip burgers. They'll pay you more if you're willing to work a little more. If you're willing to work a little more and get another different, a different kind of job within McDonald's, they'll pay you a little more. And they're willing, listen, they're even at this point, look, I went to to the, uh, I believe it was Circle K this morning, I was there at 5.15 a.m., I walked in and I saw a little sign there, said they'd give you a $500 signing bonus just to come on and work with them. Hey, look, 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 look. you say, well, I might go to Circle K, well, I don't know that that's what you need to do, but I'm just saying this, 9.3 million job openings around this nation, let me say something about a good buddy of mine, Joey Marston. Joey texts me every few months. He'll text me right at the right moment. God will tell him when to text me. I'll need an encouragement. He'll text me an encouragement. Most people text you something they need, but in his case, he'll text you an encouragement. The other day I was in the pool room and, uh, and I, I went up there to get me a pool room burger <laughs> and uh, went in there and, and sat down and lo and behold, everybody's working behind the counter and they're getting it because people are ordering like crazy. But here comes Joey. Here comes Joey. Joey comes through there, and he's carrying drinks. And he's, putting down, and he's putting food down, and he's doing this, and he's cooking. He's behind that, and he's doing this kind of thing. And he had the people there, and he was working there, and he was doing the best he could. They were doing the best. And look, I'm going to tell you something. He was working hard in there. And I just thought to myself, I said, my goodness. He, it wasn't just a couple of days later he sent me an encouraging text. And I said, I said, Joey, let me tell you something, buddy. I said, I want you to understand something. It, it, it blesses me to no end. And I know there are plenty of you in here that do this. But it blesses me to no end, to walk into a man's business. He's just trying to make it in America. Just trying to make it in America. And he's throwing up potatoes and he's doing all this kind of stuff. He's throwing them up on the on the skillet. He's frying them up. He's doing this kind of stuff. He's, he's working his tail off. I'm going to tell you something, folks. If America doesn't get back to work. Now, here's the thing. You don't have to do that. Let me tell you something, folks. If America doesn't get back to work, you say, "Well, Ryan, you know, not everybody, not everybody wants to, uh, not everybody wants to get out there and bust it and be something great." Let me tell you something. You know what the Bible teaches? The Bible teaches: if you don't work, you don't eat. Now, listen, listen. Hear, hear me out. If you can't work, that's a whole, a whole, whole other story. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. When we do three different stimulus checks and we get we pay people $600 a week to stay out of work and all that kind of stuff, and these people up in Washington think that's a good idea, their brains are going to fall out at any minute. They got no sense, folks. I'll tell you, it's not that they don't have any sense. It's they know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. You say, well, Ryan, I don't know if this is going to be much of a sermon. This sounds like you're going to be on a political soapbox. No, friends, we're going to be talking about work. We're going to be talking about work, whether it's, whether it's at your job or whether it's at your home, we're going to be talk, talking about that. If you will, please stand for the reading of God's word. We're going to be in the book of Acts. That's a funny thing. That's a funny thing that I would say. We're going to be in the book of Acts. We're not going to be in the book of standing. We're not going to be in the book of resting. We're not going to be, we're going to be in the book of action, of action. That's what the, that's what the disciples were doing. Amen. They were at the acts of the apostles. Acts chapter one, Acts chapter one. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. You may be seated. Precious word of God there. Let me tell you, give you a heads up on what's going on in there. Let me tell you a little bit about what's happening, why it's happening. Jesus is talking to the folks. He's already been risen from the dead. He, he's talking to them and he says to his disciples and all those standing there, he says, listen, stay here because the Holy Ghost is coming. Stay here because the Holy Ghost is coming. He's going to come. He's going to indwell you. He's going to teach you. He's going to comfort you. He's going to do all those things. He just got through talking about that when suddenly he goes up into the heavens. And what are they all doing? Of course, they've never seen this happen before. So they're watching Jesus go up into the heavens and they're all standing there. I wonder if he'll be back any second. I wonder if he'll be back in a week. I wonder if he'll be back in a month. Two angels standing there say, what are you standing here for? He's going to come back the same way he went. There ain't no sense in standing around. Listen, I love, and even the book of Revelation says, hey, look, if you will study this book, you will be blessed. But let me promise you something. If you'll study any of the Bible, you'll be blessed. You'll be blessed. But maybe you're blessed indeed with revelation. But let me tell you something, folks. A lot of us are sitting there looking at the clouds going, I wonder when he's coming back. I wonder when he's coming back. When the angels are sitting there going, why are you staring at the clouds waiting on him to come back when you ought to be doing something about getting people saved? When we ought to be working in this system and not just staring at the clouds and trying to figure out this symbol and that symbol. Oh, if I just knew when he was coming back, the angel said he's coming back and he's coming back the same way he went up. In the meantime, what we got to do is stop standing there and get busy. What we got to do is in the middle of all that is stop standing there and get busy. Titus 2, 7 and 8 and all things showing good works. Uncorruptness and sincerity. Even our enemies will be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. Wouldn't it be something if Christians, wouldn't it be something if Christians were the hardest workers out there? And they could say, oh, we can't say, we can say a lot of bad things about what they believe, but we can't say anything bad about that person and their character because they're the hardest working people we've ever seen in our lives. I don't, and listen, I'm not gonna be able to hire this person over here because I got 10 Christians that are lined up and I know how hard they work, praise God. Oh, wouldn't it be something if that were the case? Proverbs six and ten, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, and poverty will overtake you. You can be you can be lazy, folks, but it's gonna overtake you. I got I got nothing to tell you but what the word of God says. First Timothy five and eight. Don't if you, someone who does not provide for their family is worse than an unbeliever is what it says. Proverbs 14 and 23 says, A hard work will bring favor, but talk will bring poverty. Stop talking and start walking, amen. Stop, stop talking and start getting it done. Get off our butts and build the huts. Amen? That's what we ought to do. Get off our rear ends. That's what I'm telling you. Folks, right here in the Word of God, it didn't say that, but it said something similar. Galatians 6 t- teaches us to carry our own load. Colossians 3 says, whatsoever we do, do it as to, unto the Lord. Folks, I'm going to tell you something, what we're lacking in America today, what we're lacking around the world. They, hey, listen, they got this G7 summit going on. I could preach a sermon on G7 summit, but let me tell you something that's going on around the world right now. This G7 summit, they're talking about build back better. I talked about that in the in the little booklet we had. And I, 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 Awful plans. But here's the thing about build back better. Build back better means build back socialist. It means build back, build back Marxist. It means we're going to destroy everything you know as, as commonality. We're going to destroy all of that. We're bringing in a system that will destroy the economic system America has grown from. We were, we've grown from working to now we're like, how can I get out of work? I'm going to tell you something, folks. We've got to look at some things. All things, all things that you want to succeed at is going to take work. It's going to take work. First thing is this, powerful prayer, powerful prayer is hard work. Let me tell you something. I know people in this church, and you know them too. Maybe it's you. I know it's me. We're praying for loved ones, and I'm going to tell you something. It's just not a matter of uh, now I lay me down to sleep. It's a matter of getting down and getting on your knees and crying out to God. There's a nation that needs to be saved. There are family members that need to be saved. It's hard work. We ought to sweat. We ought to pray until we pray. We ought to do everything that we can. Oh, my Lord, listen to me. Listen to me. You say, well, I've been praying. I've given up on that. Don't you stop praying. God intended it for it be hard work let me tell you something he takes these people into the garden and he says to adam and eve he says tend this garden work was not punishment work was set from the the, the pain associated with work was part of the punishment But work, where is it? Somebody, a man or a woman gets a job, or a young man or a young woman gets a job, and they're working hard. At the end of the day, they've had just about all they can stand, but they have completed the day, and they have something inside of them that gives them some self-worth. Thank you, God, for that self-worth. In the midst of all this, prayer, folks, powerful prayer is hard work. This lady, this is a true story. I thought it was funny, but it's a true story. But she said, she was one time she, uh, her daughter had gotten sick at school and she had decided she was going to go pick up her daughter, and so she got off work but she stopped at a gas station. And then back in the days when you had that little knob to, to pull up to lock and unlock the door, well, she had locked her door on a car. She comes out of the gas station, she got in her, uh, she, she got a little bit of a, a, a Tylenol or something from in there. She gets out, she's locked the door. She says, Lord, I got to get to my daughter, I don't have any way to get in. So here's the thing, the the other daughter says, well let's see if we can find something to get in the window. You know how you used to do that? You get in the window with a coat hanger or something like that. And sure enough, somebody had tried it before. There was one that was outstretched and bent and everything. She says, I got no clue. I got no clue. So she starts, boy, she starts trying to work on it. Finally, this guy, she's, uh, this guy drives up, and she's in the midst of praying, God, would you please send somebody that knows how to do this? This guy drives up on a motorcycle. And reaches, he looks at her. He says, what you trying to do? She says, I'm trying to get my car. He reaches over there. He pulls over. He pulls that little knob up and starts to walk away. She says, oh, thank you. You're such a nice man. He said, no, ma'am. He said, I spent a ton of time in prison as a, as a car thief. And this is what she said. This is what she said. In, in front of him, she said, I looked at him and I said, thank you, Lord, for sending a professional. Amen? <laughs> huh? Thank you, Lord, for sending a professional. See, God, God was looking after her. Amen? Amen. But po- listen, powerful prayer is hard work. Let me tell you what else is. Satisfying success. Satisfying success is hard work. I don't care what you're trying to be successful at. You say, well, listen, I'm trying to get my Sunday school class. I'm trying to get it successful. I'm trying to get this ministry successful. I'm trying to get my business successful. I'm trying to do this, or I'm trying to do that, or I'm, I've, I've got this going on. Let me promise you this. Success in this world, satisfying success is hard work. But instead of what we're doing, we're looking up to the sky. Lord, would you please, would you please pour out your spirit on our church and not only pour out our spirit, uh, your spirit on us, Lord God, but save souls and, and do a mighty work. And God says, I'm ready to do it. What are you ready to do? I'm ready to pour it out. What are you ready to do? See, some people some people are ready to turn up their sleeves and get to work. Some are ready to turn up their sleeves. Some people turn up their noses to work. Some people don't even turn up at all. Amen? But see, those, those people right there, here, here's the whole thing. If you want to be successful in life, if you want to be successful in life, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to realize that it's going to take hard work. And if you don't like hard work, then don't blame anybody else. Don't blame anybody else. Don't blame anybody for your plight. Don't blame anybody for your plight. You may not be the richest person in the world, but I'm telling you, God is willing to do something amazing in you. And look, here's the thing. Look, 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 if you will do this, if you put it in your head, church, I'm talking to the church, I'm talking to every church in this county. If the church will decide we're going to work harder than we've ever worked, we're going to pray harder than we've ever prayed, I can promise you God will pour out his spirit. He's, going to, he's, he's ready. It's skin of the game, folks. It's skin of the game, all in the midst of all this. Oh, listen, buildings. Look, look, I get so excited. There's a Popeyes coming to Thomaston. I know it's just another chicken place, y'all. It's just another chicken place. No, 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 no. I love that chicken and Popeyes. I love that. But here, here, here! look, look. Be, you know what it's taking? You know what it's taking to build that Popeye's? Here's what it's taking, guys. It's taking people going in there, and they're remodeling that place. There's sweat equity going in that place. They're tearing stuff down. They're putting it up. There's people who have to go in there and work. For the most part, listen to me. Now, don't get mad at me. Well, you can get mad at me, but still love me, all right? But here's the thing. When I look at that building, most of the ones working on it are foreign labor. Now, don't get mad. Don't get mad. Hey, they're out there sweating. They're doing what they can, because guess what? When they get finished with it, we're going to have a hard time filling it up. We're going to have a hard time. They're going to tell us, hey, listen, I know you really would like a few chicken tenders, but we can't do it. You're going to have to drive on by. Come back later. We don't have enough people working in here today. I thought I'd never hear that. I thought I'd never hear that. Oh, my goodness. No no tenders from Popeye's. The world's got to change right now. (laughs) Satisfying success. Satisfying success takes this it takes hard work i told you on another sermon and i'll tell you again it's an old saying it's not mine but it said this he said there's two types of people those who work and those will take the credit be in the first group there's less competition amen be in the first group here's the thing beating bullies is hard work beating bullies is hard work Start working. Start, start, start take, taking taking uh, uh, advantage of all your opportunities. Start parenting. Start listen. Start believing. Start believing in what God can do. Listen, beating bullies. You say, Ryan, what do you mean by that? I mean this. How many of you have ever been bullied by the devil? I know I have. He comes in talking his trash. How many of you got some loved one that has a stronghold on their life? I'm telling you, a stronghold. I'm not talking about demonic possession. I'm talking about there is some type of stronghold in their life. I'm talking about an addiction that they have. I'm talking about anger, unforgiveness, any of these things that they can't break from. And here it is. You are fighting this bully. Let me tell you, it's hard work. You say, well, Ryan, I'll just pray. No. No, you won't just pray. Pray. Listen, don't put just before pray. As if, if, all I can do is just pray. No, 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 no. All I can do is pray. But you can pray and you can pray with all kinds. You can pray with fervency. You can get on your knees. You can pray for that loved one knowing they'll be delivered. And folks, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard work. You say, "Oh, listen! Uh, they haven't been delivered yet. It's been four years, and I've been praying. You better keep praying. And you better keep fighting. You better keep believing. You better keep going out there and doing everything you can, folks. Listen, work and pray. Work and pray. And I promise you this: a man or woman that's on fire for Jesus Christ is invincible until God decides to take him out of this world. He's invincible. She's invincible." If she'll get on her knees and keep praying for this. Folks, I'm going to tell you something. Guys, I watched I watched some UFC fights last night. And they train and they train and they train so hard. If Christians would just train spiritually, like these guys and gals train to fight each other for money. Folks, I'm telling you, we could change the world. An excellent education is hard work. I mean in the word. Here, here let me tell you something, guys. Let me tell, let me tell you something we're all trying to learn something get some questions answered a lot of a lot of y'all a lot of y'all know the story of if probably every one of you has heard the story a little girl she's on the airplane she's on an airplane and she's sitting by her parents are a few seats up they couldn't get the seats together she's about 10 years old and she's she's reading in her Bible her little kid Bible and it's it's got the story of Jonah and she's reading that and there's a guy beside her kind of snickering he says what you reading there he says I'm she says I'm reading Jonah the story of Jonah he says you don't believe that, do you? She said, oh yeah, I, I, I believe it. He said, well, how did, how did all that stuff happen? He said, she said, I don't know. I guess when I get to heaven, I'll ask him. He said, how do you know Jonah's in heaven? What are you going to do if Jonah's, Jonah's not in heaven? She says, well, then you can ask him, amen? <laughs> there are all kinds of questions. Let me tell you guys something about Seminary and all that. I, I've done seminary, and I'm going to do some more. I'm going to do some more. But let me tell you something about seminary. There's nothing, there is nothing in seminary you can't get offline. Get online. You say, Ryan, I'd love to know more about the Bible. What are you waiting on? I'm not going to learn anything you can't learn right now. You say, All right, I'm just going to ask the Holy Spirit to put the Bible in my head just to help me understand. I'm just going, listen, let me tell you what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit just doesn't come down and give you what you got to study. You got to get in the word. You got to start. Oh, listen, if I just walk around with this on my head long enough. It'll slide off. No, I, no, the word will get into my head. No, it won't. You got to study it, and then you got to get in there and say, "Okay, well, I wonder what this means." And you got to work, folks. So listen, an, an education, an education in God's word is hard work, folks, and you got to work for it. Oh, if I just had a free education, if somebody just paid my way, if I could do this, if my bills could be paid, if I—you're the one that signed the loans, for heaven's sake. Oh, if the government would just pay! Stop going to the government for all this crap. They're going to own you one day. An excellent education is hard work. What else is? A marriage masterpiece is hard work. A marriage masterpiece. I, I, I'm going to tell you. Somebody just Dan Daniel just said, "Hey, man, <laughs> he's in trouble." Here's the thing folks, let me say this to the young folks or anybody who's thinking about getting married. Don't don't marry somebody you can live with. Marry somebody you can't live without. See that that's that's the case for me. That's the case for me. I'm totally inept. I can't get anything done. I can't I'm not going to be able to function without my bride. Now listen, I know God could take her, and I hope He doesn't. Or He He could take me, and I hope He doesn't. But I'm gonna tell you something. That is a team, folks. That, that's who. That's who we are. If you don't, know, that's just the way it is. We're a team. We're, that's the. Way, and but I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something, folks. In, in, in the middle of all this, we say ourselves, we say ourselves. Oh, listen, Ryan, they come in for they come in for counseling and say, listen, how do we do this? And can we do this? And 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 do you figure uh do you figure you can help us through our marriage? And I say, well, sure, sure. What are we gonna do? And they say, well, listen, I just need one or two things to do and fix it all. That's not gonna work. That's not going to work. Heard of a man one time, he said, I was married by a judge, but I should have had a jury, amen? (laughs) Folks, a good marriage is hard work. You're putting two different people in the same house. You're in, listen listen. Look, look. You're putting two different people in the same house who have different likes, different dislikes, all these different things. They got different opinions, all of that. And then you say to yourself, you say, Oh, well, this is gonna work out real good. And hey, for a little while it will. Chris and Kern are gonna be just happy as they could be. Olivia and Carter are just gonna walk around with Disney smiles. It's gonna be wonderful. But there's gonna be a day. There's some of those little kids that Olivia is teaching music to get on her nerves. Believe it or not, they're going to get on her nerves. And she's going to come in. Carter's going to be minding his own business. Big smile. <laughs> I can't fake the hair. He's got that. <laughs> Big smile. She's going to come in. She ain't going to say anything. What's wrong, babe? Nothing. If your wife says nothing, that's a lie.) <laughs> you, you better figure it out fast. You better figure,, look, 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 you're putting two different people together, you are, and look love is strange it is." This, this, this old man, he was sitting across from an old woman, they were at a nursing home, and he just was so infatuated and in love with her, they spent so much time together. He said, "What do you think about us getting married?" She said, "Yes." He said, "Wow." Later that night, he woke up and he said, I can't remember, I can't remember if she said yes or no. So, so he, he calls her and he says, I hate to do this to you, but I, I'm just, I, I'm just, I, I can't, I woke up and I couldn't, I was beside myself. I can't remember if you said yes or no. She said, oh, I said yes. And I'm so happy you called because I couldn't remember who asked me. Amen. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Marriage is hard work. Can I get an amen? amen? Work. God said, listen, you work. Instead, we're just staring up to the heavens. When did Jesus come back? We got a lot to do, folks. Jesus says, listen, we got work to do. Go out and witness. Go out and tell the world. Go out and do this. Listen, a marriage masterpiece is hard work. Listen, here's another thing. Passionate parenting is hard work. I'm going to hurry. I'm to hurry. I got a little. Listen, wait, I didn't even start preaching till five till twelve. Give me a break. Give me a break. Passionate parenting is hard work. Why, man? I, I come home and Amy come home. We'd be tired. and Kids were little. I'm gonna tell you something. Knox is sitting right back there. Love the boy with all my heart. Love Tyler. Love Anna. But I'm gonna tell you something. You come home and you be laying there. You're like, oh goodness. I just, I just wanna, I just wanna sit here for just a second. And I don't sit down much. But I sit down for just a second. And then Knox come up and say, hey. You want to go throw the ball? Yes, sir, I want to throw the ball. Let, 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 me, let me tell you something. I, I've told some of you this. There was, there was an old lady when we were at Antioch Baptist Church. There was an old lady that came up to me one time. She said, Ryan, I want to tell you something. Now listen to it all the way through because at first you're going to think I'm crazy. She said, Ryan, I got, some, I got some advice for you. They had raised wonderful children, wonderful children. She said, I want to tell you something. She said, say yes to your kids as much as you can so that no means something. And what that was is, when they come up to you and say, hey, can we throw the ball? You bet. Can we run around with bubbles and blow them in the house? You bet, let's do it, brother, come on. (laughs) Can Can we do this? Sure we can. Because when it's finally time for no, They say, man, there must be something to that. It doesn't mean they liked it every time. You're tired, and they say, I want to do this. Yeah, okay, let's let's try to do it. Let's make it happen. Can we go to the circus? Yes, we go to the circus, and we're digging up quarters to pay for the tickets. Praise God. We're going to go. Because when it comes time for you to go to a party where I don't want you there, say, please don't go there. Please don't go to that place is say no to everything. Everything I've ever asked you, all you do is say no. No, 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 no. Parenting's hard work. But God says, God says, listen, it ain't for you to just sit out there and wait on me. You say, oh Lord, would you help my family? Yes, he will. What you gonna do to help it? You say, oh listen, I'm gonna gonna pray even harder. I'm gonna pray. Of course you should. God wants you on your knees praying for your family. He wants you on your knees praying for your family, but you better get you better get your shovel, you better get your pick, you better get your hammers, your spiritual tools, and get to work because God is going to work within your work. Here's the thing. A championship church is hard work. I'm not going to stay long on this, folks, but I'm going to tell you something. I want you to understand something. When the pioneers came to America... They said, I want to I build a house. Guess what they had to do? Oh, they prayed. They prayed, but let me tell you what they did. They went and built a house. They said, Lord, you got to protect us in the wilderness. And he did protect them, but they went out there and there was no government to say, hey, we'll build your house, we'll put you in it, we'll take care of you, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do this. And listen, here's the thing, folks. I know there are people who need it, and praise God for the help we can give them. But I'm going to tell you something, folks. In the middle of all this, the pioneers didn't do that. Let me tell you about a church. Let me tell you somebody said, oh, well, this church this and this church that. There is somebody always making that happen. I'll tell you something, guys. It doesn't get enough credit. That team back there? Yeah, give them a hand. Hey, you talk about this. Everybody everybody call up and say, oh, we love the new app. Oh, we love the vitamins. Oh, we love this. Oh, we love the uh, YouTube. Oh, we love going on here. We love going on Vimeo. Man, I sure like the fact that we got a good Facebook page. Oh, I like that y'all are keeping us up to date on that stuff. Oh, I love that. Folks, there is somebody behind every one of those things, folks. You say, oh, listen, just pray that God's spirit will move. You better pray God's spirit moves. But here's the thing. I'm hoping he moves us off our rear ends. Amen? See, you want this about your church. You want this. Oh, I love a big choir. Then get in the choir. Oh, I love this, and I love that, and I love this. Folks, listen, if that's something you love, then get involved. Folks, it doesn't happen by itself. Let me promise you something. I've said it before. You can get tired if you want to. I can go out in my yard. Oh, my goodness, you know what I love? It's about time, to Homegrown tomatoes. Woo! Bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Hey, and make one of them sloppy sandwiches that the tomato starts coming through the top of the bread. And it's dripping all over your face. I love it. I run outside and I say, Lord, I sure would like a tomato. I sure would like a tomato, Lord. You are a good, good father. I need a tomato. He said, you better plant one. He said, the miracle, I'll bring up that plant. Hey, and listen, listen, if I need it bad enough and I'm in a spot where I can't get one or plant one, God will provide something for me to eat. But I'm not talking about that, folks. I'm talking about you want something in your life, then you keep praying for it. God says, what you going to do about it? Now, listen, a lot of us say, oh, listen, I just got to sit back and wait. I tell you what, sit back and wait on that tomato plant. Sit back and wait on that tomato plant. And may, look, 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 here's, here, here's, here's, uh, here's, here's the story, okay? Here's, here's the story, and then we're going to move on to the next point. Why don't we go on to that one? Revival is hard work. Revival is hard work. You say, well, Ryan, what, what, what on earth? Now, don't put up your stuff yet, because I, I got a little bit of preaching to do here. here here's the thing. Jesus, Jesus had a little store, and this isn't just a little parable. It's not, of course, it's not true. But Jesus had a store in a mall. This lady was walking through one of the old school malls where everything was inside that building. And she walked in there. Listen, look, she walked in there. This lady did, and she said, my goodness, this is super neat. She said, are you Jesus? He said, yes, I am. She said, what about this store? He said, you can get anything you want from the store. Go, go, go through here and go get the store. Anything good, you can go through. There was world peace. There was family, family peace. There was, there was big you know, big and beautiful, majestic church. There was, there was great, uh, great worship and all. She could go through and she was getting all this stuff, and all she had to do was write it down and come up to the front. You know, you write it down and come up to the front. And so she wrote it down, and she came up to the front. And she sat it in front of him. She said, are you going to go get this stuff for me? He said, you don't understand. This is a seed store. I'll give you the seeds for every one of those things. You go out and plant them. And you do the tending of the garden. That's what he told Adam and Eve. What do you reckon if all those disciples in Acts decided they were just all going to go sit in a room and they did for just a little while waiting on the Holy Ghost. But here's the thing, they all went and sat in that room and they said, Lord, save people. That's what we're doing right now. That's what the church is doing right now. We're all sitting in the same room right now. Lord, would you please save people? Oh, and he says, wait a second. You got to get outside the walls you got to get outside the walls and start talking to people about being saved. Listen, revival is hard work. Oh Lord, would you pour out your spirit, God. We're so sorry. Repentance is hard work. All of these things are hard work. Let me tell you this, and I can end on this. Let me me, me tell you this. When you go to that passage in Acts and they're all staring up in the sky and angels say, would you please stop worrying about the moment, the day and the hour that he's coming back. He's coming back. I can promise you, study Revelation, understand Revelation. We want to do those things, but I'm telling I'm telling you folks, here's the bottom line. He's coming back. What are you going to do in the meantime? Stop staring at the sky and start staring at your loved one that needs you to pray for him. I'm going to read this from R.G. Lee and then I'm done. Stick a fork in me, I'm done. It says this. Revival. If all the sleeping folk would wake up and all the lukewarm folk would fire up and all the dishonest folk would confess up and all the disgruntled folks would cheer up, if all the depressed folks would cheer up, if all the estranged folks would make up, if all the gossipers would shut up, if all the true soldiers would stand up, if all the dry bones would shake up, if all the church members would pray up, then we can have revival in the church of Jesus Christ. Amen? Folks, here's the thing. Here's the thing, church. Here's the thing. Let's stop looking to the skies and start looking to Thomaston and Upson County, Meriwether County, Pike County, Lamar County, all around us. Let's start looking to those counties and look them in the eye and say, I got a message for you. It's that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. I'm not going to sit around. I'm not going to sit around and just say, oh, it's going to come to us. It's going to come to us. No, I'm going out to meet Jesus and everything he's bringing to us, praise God. He's bringing revival, but he's bringing it to a working people he's bringing it to a working people he's bringing it to a people who are unafraid to get their hands dirty and to work praise God every head bowed and every eye closed every head bowed and every eye closed as our musicians come folks let me tell you something let me tell you something today God has a place for you this isn't even a sermon about where you're going to serve in the church but God has a place for you a place for you to serve a place for you to work but folks outside these walls he's got tons of places for you to work he wants you to work in people's lives. He wants you to work in your family's lives. He wants you to work at your jobs and do the very best at your job you possibly can do. For these young people, he wants you engaged with other uh, young people and, and with the gospel, talking to them about it, being transformed and changed and rearranged and all that. Lord Jesus, we love you, and I pray for Mountain View, Lord. I pray, God, just as we are a family, God, that you'll put us to work. I pray, God, you'll put us to work. I pray you'll use us in a mighty way. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you wear us out. God, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, you squeeze every bit of sweat out of me, you possibly can. And Lord, I pray, Father, Lord, that we will honor and glorify your name in the midst of it, Lord. Give us the strength we have to get up out of our beds and to work. Give us the strength we need to get up out of our chairs and work. Lord God, we love you, we praise you, and thank you, Lord, for all you do. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. As we stand, church, this is what I wonder. I wonder if God's calling you to be a part of a specific ministry or or calling you to be a specific part of where you work. Specific part of where you work. You say, oh, my job, my job. I know somebody I can talk to now. Folks, if we want to see revival at Mountain View Baptist Church, we got to work. If we want to see it grow, we got to work. If we want to see people saved, we got to work. Now listen, you don't work to get saved. Jesus did that work. Everything you get that's free, somebody else worked for. At free salvation, Jesus did the work. He died on that cross for your sins. Friend, if you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can know him today. You can know him. You can make it right with God today. This is what I want you to do. We're going to sing a verse. Just come talk to me. I'm not going to embarrass you. We're going to sit right down here. We're going to talk about the gospel. Or bro- Brother Chet or Brother Ken, somebody's going to be down here. Brother Eric, somebody. I'm going to be down here to talk to you kim several other ladies they'll pray with you they'll talk to you folks here's the thing you can be saved today so folks we're going to sing one verse maybe maybe you decided to join the church today that'd be great we'd love to have you wouldn't we kim amen so you guys come on down if god's called you you come on down let's sing what a wonderful and inspiring word we've just heard It is our prayer that our Lord has richly blessed you through this message. Please join us next time for another message from our pastor. Until then, may you find hope and peace through Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior.